0: Who I want to be with, what scent I like, my favorite pastime, even the type of ballpen that I want. It's 0.38 millimeters, by the way. Oh my gosh,
1: girl, the <laughs> same tile. I do to discover. I'm... <laughs> same <tayo lang. laughs>
0: I'm so particular with my favorite. Hello everyone, my name is Zelle and I'm Reese. Welcome to Dear Feature You
1: Podcast. So today, Zelle will be sharing her story of migrating to New Zealand. So let's start. What was your life like before moving to New Zealand? My
0: life before leaving in New Zealand... I'd say it's different. It's different in every way. Back then, I was 20 years old. And I was working as a sub-consultant at HP, Hewlett Packard. And I would say that I was really enjoying it. I was a fresh grad. And even though I have working experience before as a student, I got really excited about this job because I know it was the real deal. It was my first Permanent full time job. I was very happy and excited about it because finally, after studying for four years in university, I could finally start earning money. I also remember May of 2011 when I was 20 years old. My idea of taking care of myself is about taking centrum. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, um, I'm sharing this because I had recently. I saw my old journals, mm-hmm. and actually, natawa ako sa si mga sinulit ko dun dati. Pretty interesting stuff. So I'm glad that we're talking about this because it's very timely. Back then, I thought taking centrum and doing a couple of sit-ups every morning is my new idea of taking care of myself. And mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was working with HP, our office was in BGC, so commute lang ako. Mm-hmm. So I would say during those years. I wasn't really intentional with how, not just how I take care of myself, but how I spend my time. Mm-mm. Because before, I spent most of my time in the office <laughs> and on the off hours on traffic. Let's <laughs> be real. And after work, I'd hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, gising Bye. bahay, yeah. household chores. I know. It's It's the mm-hmm. same thing. But regardless, it was really fun. I have met new friends and a na social life back then. <laughs> na alalohong kahit super late na matatapos si work namin. like our shift would end eleven to twelve p.m. We would still hang out. I love going to karaoke at that time, and there are days when we'd we'll just be up until the next morning. Pana hong usupayong one but two bat.
1: Very energetic 1,
0: pa yung mga time na yun, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a time of exploring yourself. Being a fresh grad and being excited about finally earning and finally taking the first few steps to adulthood, as I would say. yeah. First days of freedom and feeling ko ko na lahat. Pero syempre, guys, feeling ko lang yun. <laughs> I certainly have so much more to learn in life. I can also remember nung time na nag-graduate din ako, parang
1: kaya ko na lahat gawin. Alam mo yun? Sobra yung yeah. confidence mo na, hindi na ako student, nag ako ng money, ganito. Pero reality po ako, wow. hirap pala magtrabaho. Parang mas masarap pala mag-aarad. So, what made you move um, overseas? Para siyempre nagdecide na magmove kayo to New Zealand. Is it your um, your parents' decision or is it your own
0: choice? Ultimately, it was my dad's plan. May 2011, we moved to New Zealand, but he was already in New Zealand three to four years prior, so nagwork nashaden. Ah, okay. Para nagprepare nasho for your family. Yeah, but then that time, I didn't really expect it to push through. When I heard about it, somehow I felt like I just had to say yes. You know, I had to go. But it wasn't something... Na, I want to go New Zealand, I want a new life. You know, I was just remembering the story that you shared last time where when you went to Dubai, it was more of like your own decision to have it. In the it was quite different in a way Na I was 20 and I was trying to build my life in Manila. And then an opportunity came for us to move overseas because my dad has been living there. But to be fair, I understand. Because overseas yung dad ko and before mag-New Zealand ibang bansa siya, and i think it was great to have the chance for us to be together but at the same time na din ako maybe if if it happened to me later on mas madali sa akin to say yes i want to move to new zealand because i know that it is good for me But mm-hmm. bata-bata pa ako, i obviously didn't realize it and i was kind of feeling sad about it and feeling ko, I just had to go because I had no choice. Can so, you like,
1: take us back to that moment nung sinabi ng dad mo na, okay, we're all moving to New Zealand. What were the exact thoughts you had after your dad made that decision?
0: So I, ay, baka hindi naman sure yun. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs>
1: like, ay, matagal pa yun. Ay. Ilang
0: months know, ba yung just, gap after niya sinabi? Imagine the spark na idea year before pa kami umalis. Mm-hmm. parang it was already there. So we passed our visa application before I graduated, but matagal din yung process. So I still had a chance to work in the Philippines before I left. Mm-hmm. Good timing then actually na kahag graduate ko lang nun kasi at that time I was turning twenty one years old and you know how it is in other countries when you're twenty one independent ka na sa parents mo but then yun nga since kaha graduate ko lang may proof pa din na my dad's still supporting me. so yun um it took me a while to take in everything and may parang negotiation phase pa na Pwedeng iwan na lang ako or <laughs> Pero pero sino naman eh wala may ganad. Sino daw tayo dito? Iwanan ako, 'di ba? And I was so I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide the fact that back then I felt like wala mo alam ko na lahat sa mundo. Alam yeah. mo 'yan, sabi ko. Mm-hmm. Hindi iwan na lang ako at sinabi ko pa. Sumesweldo naman ako. May trabaho naman ako, di ba? And in fact, late-late naman ang sweldo ko back then kasi di ba, fresh grad ka. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was a great idea, but I just felt like it wasn't the right time for me to go there. So yung lola ho, she was the one who talked to me as well and said, you know, kung ayaw mo naman, hindi balik ka ulit at least nandon na. at least meron have a visa if we decide to come back so that's so, it. and also even though i was sad i know that i was being selfish if i don't come with my family sempre first time na makakompleto ulit kami mm-hmm. and then ni na ako sa sama just
1: because
0: I, I will miss my friends or i have a job i feel like i know already a lot of things about life. Medyo natatuwa ako kasi kung mas matanda ako, I would never, ever say that. I <laughs> <laughs> can totally relate,
1: girl. Kasi meron times talaga na dati parang sobrang kontrabida ng parents natin. Diba? Parang yun yung isip natin na kaya ko na gawin to pero ayaw nila magtiwala. Gusto nila sila yung masusunod or something. Pero alam mo yun, parang after ng 25 years old, Nung mga 26 na ako, tapos nag-work na rin ako abroad, na ako na mag-isa. Parang realize ko, wow, tama pala lahat ng sinabi ng parents ko. As in, lahat pala talaga for the better. Close-minded kasi tayo ng mga younger years, Kevin. Pero hanggang ngayon, as in, <laughs> minsan naiisip ko yung mga sinasabi parang Wow, ito yung sinabi rin sa akin nung 19 years old ako. So sa mga baby cousins ko, sinasabi ko, ano ka ba, yan, para si iyan, ganyan. Inagamit ka rin na, ka pa lang, pabalik na ako. <laughs> <laughs> What was your life like when you first move What were the changes? Meron bang um, culture shock? Can you tell us about your first day? Like, yung pag-arrive mo sa airport with your family.
0: First of all, when we sa the airport, it was like, I never knew what cold really meant until we got there. But kidding aside, when we first moved, everything was so unfamiliar. I was feeling sad. I mean, before I left New Zealand, I was already sad. But even more so, ng dito na kami. I was sad because I was missing friends. Um... I have no money, no job, no nothing at all. If I would want to go out, I don't even know where to go or how to get there. And you know, even during those times that I had learned to commute, I'd still have those days when I'd cry in the bus because again, I was missing my friends and I was really homesick back then. And temporary, first few days, wala internet we were all stuck together eh ولaden mo tv parang story ko oh so analang <laughs> so, um we used to jam na mga but when we're not doing that i was really sad i knew that i was going to lose the comfort of everything that i had like friends the job the money the career Eventually, I got something better. I learned that it's with having that discomfort that I got to be the person that I am now. I really changed after that. First few days, condemning adjustment. Mm-mm. And I had to learn the different new things like jargon, how to do things, their culture, their accent. How they are in the workplace because it's quite mm-hmm. different with how we have in the Philippines ho, yung accent, biggest I have to be honest, even though I studied in university that would have English as their medium of language, um, mm-hmm. it's still it's still a it's still something to adjust on. They're very fast with talking and the way they speak and their accent and yeah, I was jobless for a year. So just imagine life like that, especially if you couldn't experience working, right? It was hard, but, but eventually I found a job and I learned a lot from that experience. So what made you busy during those times that you did work like I mentioned, I had so much time with my brothers and sisters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we did a lot of jamming. And <laughs> <laughs> when we internet, uh, ng series I <laughs> I wanted to watch. I watched the whole season of How I Met Your Mother. From season one to last. During that time, I'm so in denial of being there. I would say that those moments was really hard for me and at first i tried to escape it mm-hmm. by watching all these series and i thought to myself i'm not work because i still need, wanted to adjust and i think it took me a couple of months to actually tell myself that you know what i had to get out of this this phase i had to get out of this denial Mm-hmm. I had to do something about my life. I had to find work. But when I decided to do that, narealize ko saan ang mas ginawa ko siya nang earlier. Kasi nung mm-hmm. nadeside ako na I wanted to do that, narealize ko na iba pala yung way ng pag-a-apply ng work sa Philippines and sa New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Even the resume format mm-hmm. is different. Anong difference nila? Um, mas focus yung resume on your experiences. Mm-hmm. Atin, ba, meron pang picture meron pang yeah. heat, may height like. <laughs> <laughs> honestly here they don't like having resumes with the picture height and weight because they feel like it's not the criteria for you to get the job you get the job based on your experiences mm-hmm. and quite frankly mas nila yung may experience versus dun sa madaming educational background but wala naman experience at least for migrants, ha Oh okay. I mean yes, they, they would approve it still but important sa kanila yung reference mo that you work in a New Zealand workplace especially migrant key. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how you work before and they also have certain values that they're looking for for you to mingle well in a diverse race environment. Diba sa atin mo lang um for example hp mm-hmm. sub consultant since year mm-hmm. yun na yun di ba yun dapat mas mo.
1: detailed like ano oh, yung mga oh. task
0: mo ano yes, mga naka-assign ano yung sa'yo? Mo. Mm-hmm. yeah ano yung everyday routine mo ano yung mga projects mo ano yung mga accomplishment mo
1: mm-hmm. yeah ba yung parang required pa yung may cover letter
0: yes may cover letter din i'm sure i think hindi ko rin ginagawa yung cover letter when i was looking for jobs in the Philippines. Mm, same. Kasi hindi naman siya requirement talaga. And then, syempre, wala hong, what do you call this, I don't have any New Zealand experience. Right? Because I just move in. And I also don't have any New Zealand educational background. The only job that I had was with SAP. But SAP is such an expensive company that would only hire people with five plus years' experience, and I only had less than a year experience. So it was so frustrating on that part. It was really hard to get a job. I think every Filipino who moved to New Zealand would know how hard it is to do it in the beginning.
1: So on your first job, na in a plane?
0: Because I didn't have any New Zealand experience, I thought, well, if I to get I need to get a job. Now, one of the routes that I was thinking was to take another related role from my job in Manila. And struggle naman in as SAP mahal, so they won't hire anyone with 5 plus experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I thought, well, what else can I do? So, nagtry ako mag-apply ibang role naman. Like, maybe, I was thinking, maybe do something IT, but not SAP-related. Kasi, syempre, fresh but pa rin naman ako. Someone suggested that I volunteer on Auckland Regional Migrant Services. Mm-hmm. So, Auckland Regional Migrant Services, which is ARMS for short. Mm-hmm. It's an organization that helps migrants to find jobs in auckland Mm -hmm. so i thought workshop Mm -hmm. so i could learn more about resume and they also they do these workshops where they share their tips on resume they share tips on interviews Mm -hmm. they share tips on getting noticed having your cv noticed, all that stuff Mm -hmm. so i went there and one of the things that they shared was to gain new zealand experience it's good if you try volunteering because mm-hmm. when you volunteer, the people who you're going to be working with can give you a good reference for your CV. So luckily, walking distance long yung arms sa bahay. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, since walking distance lang naman siya, why not dito na nanding din ako mag-volunteer? Yeah. So nag-volunteer ako, and I don't know what exact role should I call it, I was more of an admin person. Some days I do encoding. Mm -hmm. Some days I mop the floor. Some days I assist the people organizing these workshops that I just attended. Some Mm -hmm. days I serve them cupcakes. Everything in between. And then there was a Filipina who was working there. Her name was Lulette. Mm -hmm. She was really good. And she was the one who really helped me with my CV in the Philippines, one CV. You open yeah, double sent to all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So one very specific, Yes, one CV because your experiences, like when you're applying for a job, you need to tailor your your skills, your experiences based on the job that you're applying for. So some of the experience that you had will not apply, but mm. it's important that you tailor it to their needs, to the role. So imagine every time I ako, I had to go through all that exercise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At first it was hard, syempre. I wasn't used to it. How long did you volunteer to to that organization? I volunteered in arms three to five times a week. Two to three months then at that. It was good because I wasn't just staying at home. I was meeting different people. I made friends there. And eventually I got a job and I had Bluelet as my reference which was really
1: helpful. Ang din no na at least meron silang ganyan, parang guide for migrants. Then um how did migrating to Auckland
0: change your life? Moving here, oh my god, has given me a different perspective in life. Sobrang transformational talaga share para sa I mean, I learned so much about na- navigating life. Although I don't mean to say that either way now I have my life all put together now. Mm. I still don't. I don't want people to think that I have everything figured out. But at least I have found my way and I've learned in my journey. Mm. And I've learned to ride the waves and just trust and sit with the uncertainty. I think it's so important for us to just learn to sit with uncertainty because change is the only constant thing and hindi natin maperbedig ko ano yung mga in the future but we can control how yeah, we can yeah. adapt to those changes mm-hmm. yes how mm-hmm. we can react that's one sitting with uncertainty and how important it is I also learned about myself more about myself like what I want, what lights me up, I want to be, how do I want to make use of my gifts, who I want to be with, what scent I like, my favorite pastime, even the type of bullpen that I want. It's 0.38 millimeters, by the way. Oh my gosh,
1: girl. <laughs> Same tayo. Ako yung
0: samuli. 0.38. Kaya oh, <laughs> oh na discover.
1: Of... Same tayo lang. <laughs> <pen>
0: type <laughs> i'm so particular with my favorite friend type to be honest and literally i've made myself my best friend <laughs> and i learned that there is so much power to being my authentic self mm-hmm. and that the greatest relationship that i could have is with myself mm-hmm. speaking of relationship i also learned that i don't need to have a lot of friends I just need a handful of true ones. And shout out to my best friend, if you're listening. Rizal, honestly. Hi, Rizal. My, <laughs> yeah. I really, really am grateful about the friendship that I had with her. Because we relate so much to each other. And, talaga Wow, when I was in the Philippines, or when I was in Manila, I felt like I have so many friends but when i moved here i realized that actually it's okay to not have that many friends and even if i only have risehal my mm. life is amazing with her in it mm. yung ganun sobrang mm. cheesy gan, but <laughs> it's so true <laughs> lastly i learned true self love what it really meant to take care of myself the yung centrum lang yeah. <laughs> it up lang sa umaga. Um I've learned to take wellness in a holistic approach. And that being healthy is not just about the food you eat or the calories you burn, but it's also making sure you nourish your soul mm-hmm. and you're being mindful of the things you consume, mm-hmm. your thoughts, you know how to set boundaries you know how to talk kindly to yourself. When I didn't have this, the confidence back then, I uh, <laughs> was
1: conscious.
0: Yeah, and I ko talaga that it matters so much what you say to yourself. Mm. And that all of these practices, all of the things about self-love, is the best way that I could express my gratitude for this life. And for the life of people around me, because I know that filling my cup is the only way I could give back and pay it forward to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I-, I loved it when you said that you have become your own best friend and you also started taking care of yourself intentionally. Because mm-hmm. with me, I'm not going to ako. because talagang sobrang unhealthy ng lifestyle ko eh. <laughs> food, di ba? Pero nung nag-Dubay ako, parang sobrang tamay kasing vegetarian doon. Vegan. And mm. ako naman hindi ako sobrang adventurous sa food. Pero meron ako sa bland food. <laughs> oh. So, enjoy ko naman yung food nila. And hindi yeah. naman start na mag-stop kumain ng meat. Sa Dubai mm. din talaga. At tas ngayon, isa yun sa changes na ko for myself hindi ko rin expect na kaya ko pala so what advice or tips can you share with those who are also thinking of working or migrating overseas
0: i like this cuz everyone have seen the answer Nike! Just just do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sobrang gus pero sobrang okay. Talaga yan. I know I had it easy and I feel very lucky that I'm going to New Zealand. But despite all that, I've had my fair share of struggles and challenges when I got here. I know how hard it could be, I know how challenging it could be. So I'm speaking from that experience and all the other experiences that I've had that requires me to be brave. I mean, if you know what you want to do and you know how to get it, it's only a matter of time before you get it, right? Mm -hmm. Have to be bold. Learn to take risks. Go for the opportunities that excite you and scare you at the same time. Because the more scared you are, the more reasons you have to do it, and ba to before na when we're actually scared, sometimes confused lang tayo. Mm-hmm. If we're scared or we're actually excited, so mindset ko para dito. Maginahab ba nako? I changed the narrative. Hindi sa oh my god, ginahab nako. Oh my god, excited ako. And, and then there will be challenges along the way. But as long as you are true to yourself and you know your greatest why, why you're doing it, what matters to you, why it matters to you, you'll have enough to keep going. Life is not a, I tell kudo, tapos the end. It's never linear. Mm. It's a constant process of trying and failing and trying again and failing until you figure out what works, until you win and you know you're exactly where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people think when they fail, it's a bad thing. But actually, it's a good thing because when you fail, you learn. Mm -hmm. I guess if you just shift your mindset from failing to learning, Mm -hmm. then it will really make a lot of difference. It will make you wiser stronger and ready for the next big thing the next job or the new life overseas right i mean you have to allow yourself to do me things kasi parang gusto natin perfect lahat yeah but but why i guess when we're doing that we don't have a opportunity problem we have a courage problem. Diba? Kahit ano pang resources meron ka, you can start now with what you have.
1: Not taking risks is actually boring. Yeah, that's true. I don't and, know, pero ang daming scared talaga na parang yung word palang na risk. Parang takot na. Takot na sila, pero by the time na nag-take ka ng risk, andun ka na, Hindi mo naman eh, kasi process na of, you know, improving, failing. It's actually one of the best experiences din eh, mag-fail. And also mm-hmm. yun, tama, experience talaga, reflected experiences, yun yung better. Kasi kapag hindi ka nag-reflect experiences mo,
0: then ulitin mo lang din. Yeah. And I want to reiterate din sa point ko kanina, yung knowing your greatest why. Because if strong yung why mo, no matter how many times you fail, you will still do it. Mm Because there is a reason. There is a bigger reason for all these changes. And also, it's about the person that you're becoming in the journey. Mm -hmm. It teaches you to be patient. It teaches you to be resourceful. It teaches you to be a good problem solver. Win-win,
1: even if you fail. Yeah, and also it's the attitude of never quitting. But yeah, Once you yeah. build that habit. Okay,
0: it's Next, I won't quit until I <laughs> What you're not changing, you are choosing. Hmm, Never underestimate the small things you do for yourself.
1: Mm. Never underestimate yourself. That's small. I guess, yeah, lahat naman tayo, hindi tayo confident at first. Pero, wala eh. Kailangan mo gawin eh. <laughs> May mga bagay <laughs> na kahit nakakatakot, wala kang choice kundi try. So, if there was something you could have said to your 20-year-old self before moving to Auckland, ano yun? Ano sasabihin mo sa salili mo?
0: Zell. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> the universe has got your back. And you got this. You know, you You can do things. You'll be amazing. You'll grow. You'll conquer the globe even. And you know, we have this, and especially when we're young. We have this tendency to overthink things. And I think it's natural. Because we don't know ourselves yet. Yeah, We don't know what we want. We don't know how to navigate with life. We're clueless. But I just wish I was a lot more gentle and kinder to myself. One of the mantras that I had in my journey was this quote that I read from the book The Zen and the Art of Happiness. Mm -hmm. It says, Everything that happens to you is the best possible thing that could ever happen to yourself. Mm -hmm. And up to this date, it's yung mantra, mostly. And I wish I read this book earlier when I first moved in here because I feel like that sentence, that affirmation, that line has so much light, peace, and happiness in it. Mm -hmm. I wish I knew it before, but you know, that's something that I would have said my past self, my 20-year-old self. And that, you know, you always have the power to change the narrative. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we're young, and Mm -hmm. we had all these problems, it felt like a lot of the suffering that I had was something that I did to myself. Ako yung nag-implant ng thought sa akin, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to tell my younger self now, you know what, self? You can change the narrative. That problem that you had. You can ask yourself, is this true? How so? What made you think this way? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm Because I wish I had that gift of, had that talent of actually learning more about my thoughts and what I tell to myself. Then if I did, then I would have been more kinder. And more gentle with how I navigated through life. Then, relax, Everything will be okay. I would have saved all the cries (laughs) and heartbreaks, but I guess it's all part of growing up.
1: Thank you for sharing your story, uh. Hearing your story made me realize that I'm not the only one who experienced doubts during that transition. I'm just so, so proud of you for adapting to those changes, being able to get the job you want, and learn more about yourself. I had so many takeaways from your story, and we hope that our listeners can learn from your story, too.
0: Thank you Reese. I enjoyed sharing my stories. It was good looking back all those years and comparing it to where I am now. Kaitahon naming tututun with myself. Just by remembering those experiences. So also, thank you to our listeners. So if if you guys can relate some of the things that i shared your 2011 self the narrative that you told yourself when you were younger the mindset that we had when we weren't (laughs) that confident and we're just starting out if there's anything that resonated with you share this episode and share your story you can tag us on instagram at podcast. don't forget to follow us for our next episode It was so awesome to spend time with you guys. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.